Hello, Hunter. Hello, Cody. How are you, my friend? I'm doing very well. How are you? You know, it was absolutely freezing today, but it, it's good. I'm I'm doing all right. Been, yeah, been what out- happened about that? I thought it was supposed to be spring, and then all of a sudden it's just cold again. I'm glad you asked. What happened is what we in the South like to call redbud winter. Never heard that term before in my life. People think that you only have like four different seasons, but that could not be farther from the truth. Really, you have, starting at the beginning of the year, it's winter time. Then you have false spring. Then you come in with red bud winter, which is this cold spell. Then we're gonna, it's going to get warm again. Then we're going to have dogwood winter, where it's going to get cold once more. Then we'll have false spring number two. Then there's one more winter, I believe, but I can't remember which one it is. Then we have real spring where it just rains for like 40 days. We need to build an arc for the month of April and May. (laughs) Then we get into nice summer, which you have for just like four days. And then we're on uh, the gates of the fiery furnace. (laughs) Yeah, then comes fall and then we have fake winter fall and then it's real winter again so that's uh that's the seasons that we have in tennessee i'm gonna have to write all that down again that it's it's all right yeah it's all right i'll send you a note with it all (laughs) perfect (laughs) we need to make a pie chart i'll make you a powerpoint presentation so you can go through it all oh wonderful that will help me out tremendously (laughs) well i'll go ahead and say this starting out uh i've had to move locations for recording because we're going to have some special guests on this episode. First ones ever. (laughs) So, uh, undoubtedly, a second special guest from my end named Luno. He's a four-legged, hairy little man. He makes a lot of noise. (laughs) And and he likes... (laughs) Four-legged, hairy little man. That's just this this small, hairy dude who, like, crawls around on your floor. (laughs) Yeah, he's... Hey, can I build your podcast? <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> so he's he's here in the in the living room with us, and he will undoubtedly try to smell the microphone. He'll be running around on the couch. You might hear some some vocals from him because whenever he yawns, he can't just do it silently. Every time it's like oh, like every single one that he ever does, it's it's a bit of a shrill. And my understanding is your dog has decided that he's uh, doing his audio memoirs today, so yes. I'm sure we'll hear him also. He's been he's been very vocal today, but now that I've said it, he won't do a daggum thing. Well, that'll just make my job easier on this. That's end, true. So, so if you uh, if you could control your savage animal, that'd be great. Just get the. I'm not going to make a joke about taping up his mouth because then I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> Pete is yeah. going to come knocking on the door. Uh, well, if we do that, then I'll have to just find somebody else. Oh, well, crap. Well, it's been nice knowing you, Hunter. I'll see you in prison. (laughs) I I love some bars of soap. Hmm. I'm going to leave that one alone, because that's that's low-hanging fruit right there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I tip my hat to you. So, Hunter, we have some big news. Absolutely we do. We've talked about it for... Three weeks now, three or four weeks maybe, and it's finally happened. We are 
on Spotify. Oh. We've officially quit our yeah. real jobs, and we are now starting the podcast network. Uh, our Venmo, it, I'm just kidding. We are on <laughs> Spotify, though. So now you no longer have to have your screen wide awake whenever you're driving or anything like that. You just pop us on, close the screen, and we will soothe you with our soothing lullamatic voices. Is that a word? Yeah! <laughs> so everything <laughs> every everything that we have should be back on there should be up on Spotify right now the entire backlog the backlog uh, we'll has been updated great we'll continue to uh upload on there and we'll also have the video we'll drop them on YouTube so if you want to have something there at work or uh, if you just want to be something while you listen to us it'll be on there also but we are live on the Spotify you can find us at sheer and utter nonsense. The and is an ampersand, but all you should all you should have to look up is that. If you need a link, uh, I believe we can share that on the on the Twitter. But, yep, I will uh, put that into the uh, into the bio area, so right there at the at the top of the screen. And while we're at it, I'm sure we'll mention again. If you're already on there, go ahead and just follow it. That's how we update everything. So go ahead and just and follow that. But yeah, we're on there. We are, we are official. I mean, that basically puts us in the same category as Joe Rogan, doesn't it? Absolutely, it does. We we were going through uh, and getting some vaccination donuts at Krispy Kreme today, and we were talking about uh, being on the, on there. And I said, "Well, it's just a matter of time until we get the uh, exclusive deal from Spotify, a million dollar deal, so we only can broadcast on there." So that's right. That's what we're that's looking right. forward to. So. So Spotify, hit us up. We're ready. We're ready to move to your platform exclusively. Absolutely, and uh, we'll be we'll be ready to go there. But it's exciting. We were in the restaurant whenever you first told me today, and me and Caroline's sister literally high fived over the table in this very nice restaurant, and everybody looked at us. But I didn't even care. I I had a little little moment when uh, when I finally got the the problem solved and got it uploaded. I uh, looked at the screen and I saw the Spotify page come into existence with our names on it and our episode on it. And I, I had a moment. I Man, may have it's... cried. May have happened. I don't know. <laughs> a single tear rolls down your cheek. <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you all didn't already guess who was going to be on this episode, we decided to have... I don't know about you, but definitely my better half on here. And knowing you, she's definitely your better half. Um, we decided to have the wife and the fiance on here, the first ever guests that we that we have on here. And boy, oh boy, it's either going to be super good or super bad. <laughs> Way to jinx it. <laughs> nah, it'll be good. They got good stories. They're they're both pretty funny. So I think that it'll uh, I think it'll be a big hit here. We're uh, I told Caroline about this forever ago, and then I sprung it on her at the last moment when we decided that it was actually going to happen. So, uh, man, I'm excited for her. we've we you know we we've not been doing this very long, but look at us already having guests on the show. Episode five, episode five, man, look at us. Who would have thought we'd be here? <laughs> not me. <laughs> well, I don't think you have any kind of legment update, and I don't think that we have any new. Any new findings in the experiment of strawberry candy? So 
I say we just we jump right into the to the meat of the episode. What do you what say you? That sounds good to me. All right. Well, coming from from my end, live from East Tennessee, we have my lovely wife Caroline. She is uh, seven foot three. She's a professional uh, professional logger and. Uh, <laughs> No, she she's great. She's not seven three or a lot. But, but yeah, I'll uh I'll go ahead and I'll let her introduce herself, and then I guess we can jump over to Bree, and then we'll just kind of kind of get into it from there. How's that sound? Works for me. All right, Caroline, take it away. Hello, podcast people. Podcast people. She's a natural. I'm Caroline. I'm I'm Cody's wife, and uh, we got married last February of 2020, right before COVID hit. So we've spent all quarantine together. And I can honestly say we've had our little fights, but nothing horrible. So I I think if you can get through quarantine together, you can get through anything together. So that's really good. I'm a fourth grade teacher and I love my job. It's my first year teaching. So I've had to really adapt to COVID world, and we've had to wear masks. We've had to socially distance as best as you can with fourth graders because they're very squirmy, and they don't know how to social distance because they're 9 and 10 years old. Um, I'm a dog mom. I have a puppy named Luno, and he's probably over there um, probably licking himself because he just got fixed. Undoubtedly. On Monday. So, Cody, you might need to go get our child. Now I'll find him. Um, but I wanted to start out, and I wanted to tell you all some funny stories about my job. So, I have funny things that happen to me literally every day. And some of them stick in my mind and others don't. But the most recent one that sticks in my mind is we've started learning about the American Revolution. And so if you don't know much about that, uh, there were two sides. There were the British and the colonists. And so the colonists, they wanted free from Great Britain. And uh, a little boy raised his hand during class and he said, Miss Caroline, I know something that we can call King George III. I said, well, what? And he said, King George the Turd, because he was a big one to the colonists. <laughs> and I said, and I said, okay, um, that's really great, but we can't say that at school. And I mean, keep in mind that since this is my first year, I get observed a lot. So the next week, I, the principal was coming in to watch my class, and I was like, you know, when when she comes in here. You can't be saying King George the Turd, but <laughs> we say it all the time because it's just funny. Another <laughs> that kid's hilarious. Can we have him on the podcast? Yeah, yeah I've got him scheduled he for a month from now. It. Oh, he perfect. Would love it. Yeah, King George the Turd. I'm sure he's came up with many other names. I don't know why, but I just imagine that you or I would say something like that when we were in middle school. I don't know. That's just me, though. It was one of those things where, like, I didn't know whether to laugh or to be like don't do that but I laughed and then I said you can't be doing that at school (laughs) but another one speaking of animals since we have um dogs this lady 
um, came to pick up her child from school and apparently there was this cat that had crawled out from underneath the van that her child had been looking for for days and and this happened in the pickup line and uh she was like oh there's my cat so the mom said well let's try to get it back in the car well the cat ran off and so she went to drive to get the cat well long story short she ran over the cat in the middle of the pickup line and you know kids were walking out and teachers were like no don't look don't look at the dead cat in the middle of the pickup line (laughs) and kids were crying it was horrible and the lady the the mother gets out of the car and she says and she looks at the teacher that walks her child out and she says hey just throw it in the back and he said what and she said just throw it in the back and so the teacher gets the cat picks up the cat she opens her trunk and the teacher throws the dead cat in the back of the van. That's going to be dinner later. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm going to say this. When I first heard this story, I was I was taken aback immediately that, one, somebody would run over a cat in a parking lot. Like, why are you chasing your, your cat in a car? First off. Why not just run after it? Yeah. I mean, it's a cat. And second off, who just gets out of the car and just says, throw it in the back? Like, like that's just a common thing that you do, just throwing dead animals. Not in a truck. In a car trunk. Like, it... In, in a minivan. <laughs> well, Tennessee has the roadkill law that you can you can eat roadkill, so it doesn't sound that uncommon to me. You know, oh, are you allowed to eat animals like a cat? I, I don't know if that's allowed. I hope it's not. Cody's not meeting our cat. <laughs> well, I'm not going to eat your cat. I don't know. He's gluten free. He's he can get desperate. What else you got, Caroline? Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones that have happened. I have so many, and they all run together. Um, I've I've gotten called a lot of names. Nothing bad yet, but they they do call me Miss Carrot. Sometimes, especially when I when I was a sub in lower grades, like they call me Miss Carrot. My aunt's name is Karen, and so they would call me Miss Karen Line because she taught at the school that I was a substitute at. Um, they call me Miss Carolyn. I hate being called Carolyn. I hate it. I, I I will not answer to it. I will not. But if I think of any more, I'll try to chime in. But that's all I can think of for right now. <laughs> I always, uh, whenever I introduce her to people that I know that, like, she might kind of know but doesn't write off, I always introduce her as Carolyn, so that way she I has to it. she has to correct correct me in front of this new <laughs> new person she's meeting, and it's great. the The hard part for us, Cody, is we know a lot of people who are either married to or, or engaged to or dating Carolines and Carolins. Like, I yeah. can think of three offhand, and it's really hard. To keep them all straight. I have a problem with names to begin with. And it's really hard to keep them all straight. Yeah, we... It's kind of weird how many Carolines and Carolines that we know. Like, I don't think before uh, Caroline here and I got together, I don't think I had... I knew one Caroline, and the only Carolyn that I knew was this old lady that I used to go to church with. That was the only one. And then... 
now, like you said, shoot, while we were in school, a good friend of ours, uh, whenever, whenever Caroline and I were dating, he was also dating a Caroline. And whenever we would, uh, whenever we would be talking about things in like a small group or something like that, I would say Caroline, and then he'd look at me like I was creeping behind his back. And I was like, no, 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 no. That can be only one. (laughs) Not your Caroline, my my Caroline. (laughs) Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's my wife here. You, uh, you want to take over for a minute? Let Bree there introduce herself. Absolutely. I'm going right, to kick it on. She is also seven foot three. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just going to let her. <laughs> she's, she's a professional bodybuilder. Uh, I'm scared. <laughs> this is I'm not being, a, this is not a platonic relationship. I'm being held here against my that will. That is not what your cue card says. <laughs> Send help, please. <laughs> I'm blinking. I'm blinking. Can you see me? <laughs> Blink twice if you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take it away, honey. Okay. Hello. My name's Bree. I don't know if we said that or not, but maybe a few times. <laughs> Anyways, so I work at the hospital in our hometown. I work at the lab. I don't know. Crazy stuff goes down every day. <laughs> I don't know where to start. Let's see. Last week, start at the very first day of your job. That's where you want. (laughs) All the way back to the very first time you ever walked in the building. Very first time I walked in there. Oh my gosh! So (laughs) no, that that was a joke. But you just reminded her of a story. (laughs) The very first time I walked in there, the first thing one of my coworkers said to me was, "Hey, somebody's peeing in the bushes." And that was how she met Hunter. <laughs> That's exactly. Hey, you know that guy being out there in the bushes? He's interested in you. That's when I knew. That's when she knew. She, she just looks out the window and Hunter's looking in, just waving a big smile on his face. Hey, I'll be done in a minute. <laughs> Don't move. Uh, just give me three shakes and I'll be in there. <laughs> No, so like obviously because of COVID restrictions, we can't let um, more than one person sometimes nobody with you. And so this woman, like off the street, she didn't have an appointment. Nobody was in there having an appointment with her. And so she comes in and she's like, can I use your restroom? And we go, I'm so sorry, but because of everything going on, you can't. So we directed her somewhere else. And she was like, no. <laughs> and so she just, just walked out and found a bush and took a squat. <laughs> so. That's the most absurd thing I have heard today. And I've heard a lot of absurd things today. Day. It's day one, boys and girls. <laughs> hey, Brie, we're going to need you to clean that up. <laughs> Your training begins now. Hands mop and bucket. <laughs> Cleaning a bush. <laughs> Mopping, just slinging a mop across the top of a bush. That was a repressed memory. That was deep down. I saw her eyes light up and I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, it's wild. Like somebody, this was just a couple weeks ago. Someone drove into the building. Oh my gosh. Well, I guess they really needed some help. 
would have been real funny is if they had walked in and been like, hey, you got a bathroom? (laughs) (laughs) Boy, do I have to go. (laughs) So we can laugh about the, the story now about the person hitting the building. But like if they had been I've been there and seen where they hit. If they had been just three or four feet to the left, they would have plowed right through the front doors and run her over. So, oh my! Like, it was really, really close to where she was standing at the time, and she actually like I don't want to steal your story. It's just too good. <laughs> I so I was standing up front, so I was talking to a patient, and I saw her whip it in like guns ablaze, and she was getting in that building. <laughs> and I looked at the patient I was talking to, and I was like. You're going to have to move. She's going to run into the building. <laughs> and he started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ha, good one. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. And then we Please move now. Please move now. <laughs> <laughs> we felt the boom and he just stood there and he was like, I thought you met before. <laughs> and I was like, No. Yeah, she busts in. Do you have a second to talk about our Lord and Savior? <laughs> wow. The, boy, the, the Mormons are getting real aggressive. <laughs> Their numbers you won't open the wrong. door, so we just come in. <laughs> oh, man. Crazy stuff. <laughs> Every day there's a story. Every day. Yeah, I I literally, when Caroline comes in, I just wait for, like, as soon as she opens the door, here's what'll happen. Or I'll I'll come in usually after her, but I'll come in, I'll sit my bag down, and I I take my boots off and, uh, you know, change clothes. Immediately, as soon as I come back in here, she's gonna, she'll say, you will not believe what happened today. (laughs) And it's a daily thing that I just look forward to, because I know that something has happened undoubtedly and it's going to be one of those things that just make my makes my stomach hurt from laughing so much <laughs> uh, got any other ones there Bree? can you think of any others i mean i tell you stories every day but it's different like just trying to compile i know all of them and just like pick the best one there's a lot of them surrounding like People wanting, not wanting to wear masks, but I don't know if that's too political. What do you all, uh, there in where you're at, do you still have the, uh, have a mask mandate going on? Not for the county, but there was never really a mask mandate here. Yeah. Like the mayor said that we should, (laughs) but he never made it, never made it a mandate. Now the hospital has its policies. So you're supposed to wear a mask inside the hospital. Okay, yeah, like we here, you know, there was the the governor put the put the state mandate out, and then our our county mayor he also, you know, following along with the the governor, he he issued a mandate also any public space, public building, all that sort of stuff. But ours just ended like two or three days ago. March thirty first was the last day that uh, that the mandate happened. So. I know there's still places like, you know, businesses can make their own decisions on, on things like that. But I didn't know if you all still yeah. had like a county mandate that you had to wear a mask. No, we don't. We don't have anything mandate wise. And I think the whole place would burn to the ground if they did a mandate because people just do not want to wear them. I know it's it's crazy. You know, you'll see some people like most people around here. 
after it, it was a it took a while for it to really catch on where it's like everybody's going to wear their mask but the vast majority do here i mean it's in like the grocery stores and things like that but man we've still had people that the entire time just absolutely refused to wear one they will not do it they were not wearing a mask at all and they couldn't breathe you know my thing my thing with it was i'm i know a lot of people around here and i'm i'm like man you know it's i'm really glad that i'm not we're not breathing the same air right next to each other. Like that was, that was kind of my thought with it. But some people, man, they just refuse to wear one at all. And every single building and, and place you went into had it on the door, uh, mask required, but some people just walk right in and just walk didn't right care. We you know, were I've, in... I've... Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead and finish your, your thing. Cause this is a little bit of a, of a story about that. I was going to say, I've, I've, I decided, though, that even when the mandate lifts, I still kind of hope that we keep the rules because I would like people to wear a mask and to stay away from me. Yeah. That's yeah, been my so favorite part of this whole COVID thing is I get to be away from people and people don't look at me like I'm weird. Oh, and you know what else is really good? If you have a mask, you know, it covers your face. So if you don't want to talk to people in the stores, well, they might they probably don't recognize you. So you don't have to talk to anybody. Yeah. A mask and some headphones are like the introvert's dream right now. Like you could just I bubble yourself. It. I can mean love people all day and they don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went into uh, an aquarium store in town and there was this woman who was looking at at the fish in like it's basically this this u-shaped room and you go in and you can walk around there's like a tank in the middle and you can walk around and on the edges of the room there's there's a bunch of tanks and so like the middle tank is big and it's a show tank and then there's a bunch of little ones on the wall is is really how i should have said that Uh, but the room is like a u you go in and then you can come out the other side and this woman was on the other side of the room and we noticed she had her mask on, but about, what was it, every minute and a half, maybe 45 seconds, she would go, <coughs> and it was like a really dry, really shallow cough. And we both know that COVID is like, if you're doing a wet cough, odds are you don't have COVID because it's it's not, uh, it doesn't produce a wet cough as a symptom, it produces a dry cough. And so we kind of exchanged a glance like, oh my gosh, she has a really dry cough, that that sounds like a COVID cough, but I'm like, she's got her mask on, so we'll keep our distance. As we proceed through the <laughs> through the fish store, she slowly but surely starts to take her mask off. Like she takes it down to the point where her nose is out. And still, every about 45 seconds to a minute and a half, she's <coughs> just like, like clockwork. You could set your watch by it. She's leaning real close, those fish tanks. Oh my gosh. Right on there. And eventually she has her mask all the way off. Like it's still on her ears, but she's pulled it all the way down to underneath her chin. And she's like leaning right up against the glass and coughing all over these fish tanks. And so I turned to Bree and I'm like, we got to go back out the other way. We're not going to go anywhere near <laughs> near her. Because I just feel like if that was, if our life was a zombie movie, that would have been patient zero. <laughs> yeah, you, you go over to her. Y'all need some help. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this has just shown us that the the world was not prepared for contagion. No, 
I mean, you think after that movie came out that somebody from from the CDC or from the <laughs> WHO was going to be like, huh, you know, what would happen if, but obviously nobody watched that movie. <laughs> yeah, 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 we, we would fail. We would fail desperately. 28 days uh, later and 28 weeks later, like those are the most realistic accounts of how the world will handle. <laughs> uh, well, it's uh, I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you didn't get COVID that time. Yeah, uh, me too. Yeah. Those poor fish. Fish, I don't, fish are all dead. <laughs> <laughs> she coughs and then immediately you just see them all float belly up. <laughs> uh, well, you tell the story about your cat. Oh, oh go ahead. Wally? Yeah. Oh, which one? She tried to rob us. <laughs> yeah, so my cat tried to rob us one <laughs> night too. <laughs> she come in with a knife? Like what happened? <laughs> Yeah, I saw I saw the craziness in her eyes. And she could have, she would have. <laughs> I think that I, I think that's just being a cat. <laughs> she has like this crazy ability. Like she just knows certain doors that'll open, and she gets in her little noggin. She's like, "I'm gonna open this door, and <laughs> I'm gonna get whatever's in there out." <laughs> and so we brought her over one night, and we could hear like this rattling. And I woke up and I could see like the door shaking and I looked down and it's Ollie sitting there trying to open any door. She can get her paws under the cabinets like she's nuts. She's like going through our stuff while we're asleep. Yeah, she opens it. It sounds like she's it out too. for you. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow. I mean, I've known cats. You always hear the cliche that they try to knock stuff off the counter, but I hadn't heard I hadn't heard of. I hadn't heard of cats that commit armed robbery. She's nuts. <laughs> we she doesn't live with us because our apartment doesn't allow for cats. They'll allow you to have dogs, but no other pets. No birds, no fish, no cat, which doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. But so so Ollie doesn't live with us. Ollie lives with Bree's mom. And so we actually had her over because the weather was bad and we wanted to make sure that if if uh, it got bad enough that she was in a safe place. And she had Gone into, I use the guest bathroom right now because it's easier for me to get up and down uh, in there. She had gone in and pushed one of my pill bottles into the toilet. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she's just, she's knocking crap off, but she's knocking the important crap off. I'm I'm just imagining her like being in there waiting for you to come in there and find it and then just looking at you like, <laughs> go go ahead, go ahead and take a pill. What are you going to do now, loser? <laughs> Get out of the toilet. Get out of the toilet. Go ahead. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, I'll say this. Probably the reason that your living, uh, your living place lets you only have... I don't know why I said living place. Uh, your your apartment. I don't, I'd say the reason that they only let you have dogs is because dogs are the least likely to commit armed robbery. That's probably it. I believe it. <laughs> I mean, honestly... It. Out of out of every animal that that would that would do something like that, you know without a shadow of a doubt that a cat would would rob you and look at you as it walked out the door. She stole I have no one doubt. Of my before. Yeah. I believe it. <laughs> I have no doubt that birds. If you had a bird, that it would just take stuff and 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 go pawn it. But dogs, man, they'll <laughs> dogs, man, they love you. They'll uh, they'll do whatever they can for you. They're not going to rob you. When, that's right. Whenever we can, we're going to get a bird and we're going to, which one is it? A cockatoo? Cockatiel? A cockatoo. A cockatoo. The ones that can talk. And we're going to name mm. it Jar Jar 
and we're going to let it listen exclusively to quotes from the Phantom Menace. So nice. ideally, we'll come home and the bird will go, oh no! In Jar Jar's voice. <laughs> I just think that would be hilarious. <laughs> Every time you, well, that's real funny until it starts doing that at three in the morning. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, we know what we've signed up for. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're just laying in bed and then you're, ah, just, just screaming at you. <laughs> You should come with me now, Orchidae. We've made a grave mistake. <laughs> Be free. <laughs> just opens the window. Oh, <laughs> uh, Birds are the well, best because you can just throw a sheet over their cage. They're like, oh, nighttime. <laughs> and then they shut up. <laughs> Until you take it off. <laughs> yeah, but you just leave the sheet on there and they'll, they'll, they're like, oh, time to go to bed. <laughs> it's time to go to bed. Oh, it's only been 72 hours. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> I really yeah. love Lawrence Gray's name, and I want it to just command him. <laughs> I would, I would love for a bird to to talk to Gray because Gray's gonna look at that thing and be like, "What the heck?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 guys, are you seeing this? When when the bird flies overhead outside, Gray, he like he locks his eyes on it. He literally looks straight up and locks his eyes on it and follows it until he can't see it anymore. <laughs> It's like the most amazing thing in the world to him. He loves life. He he would die if he did that, then the bird talked to him. I know. <laughs> He'd be like, whoa. <laughs> well, you're my master now. <laughs> Together they will commit the most atrocious crimes. <laughs> the bird would take advantage of Grace. Oh, for sure. Grace Undoubtedly. Uh, poor guy. Well, uh, I think now I was trying to give Caroline the the list that we're going to go down, but uh, I know you all are soon to be married. So that's uh that's exciting. And I'll let you, you know, hit on your own stuff. But as Caroline said, we got married literally days before the quarantine for 14 days, which turned into a year, but uh, right before that happened. So we spent the entire time together here. I mean, we went on spring break and just never went back to school. So basically from like those two weeks after we got married till we were able to actually go outside, Caroline and I saw each other literally almost every single minute of every single day. So uh, I let her tell some of the experiences and stories and whatnot that, that she went through because I'm, I'm pretty fun, but I'm sure I'm not the easiest person to live with all the time. But I'll let, I'll let her give her experience of everything. Okay, well, first of all, all we did when quarantine started, we watched Tiger King and we got Takeout Mexican. That is true. That's all we did. Tiger King, Takeout Mexican. And we took a lot of naps and that was pretty much it. Uh, we live with my sister and my dad. And so my sister, she's a senior in high school, so she was, like, all about Tiger King. My dad had no idea what that even meant. He he still has no idea what Tiger King even means. Today he called a iPhone an Apple phone, okay? And then when he talks about his Apple Watch, he calls it an iWatch. <laughs> so. he, he's the epitome of when people call somebody a boomer, it's... It's Kenny. He's Kenny is is a boomer. Well, in his defense, he's close. He's just got to swap him. <laughs> yeah. Hunter, today we we went for that video I was telling you about, and he asked if they could give him one on a CD. 
Yeah, he did ask that. And then the people looked at him and they were like, I I don't know if we can do that because literally nobody uses those anymore. I said, just put it on a flash drive and I'll take care of it. Like I'm, (laughs) I'm trying to bring him into the, to the next century, but it's, it's a work in progress. Yes. A CD. (laughs) They like have to go into the back room and pull, pull out their little, their computer that's got Windows 95 on it. Oh, and then he tried to save himself. He went, oh, I'm, I'm in a DVD. I mean, burn it to a DVD. <laughs> I was like, Kenny, no. <laughs> you tried. You tried to dig yourself out of that, but. <laughs> he did, but it, it was it was no no moss. But I'm, I, I'm, I'm taking care of him. Yeah, Caroline convinced him to get a uh, get a smartwatch. So we're we're moving him into that. And <laughs> the guy mentioned doing an airdrop to drop some pictures to him. And he said, a what drop? He's like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so we're we're working on him. He's he's a work in progress, but he'll he'll get there eventually. Oh yeah, y'all will get him. Y'all will get him up to speed. Yeah. Well, quarantine hit. I, I'm sure Cody has told everybody that you know we we did unfortunately lose my mom last year, and so that was all going on. We just had that happen, and then all of a sudden a pandemic hit. And so we were stuck inside forever. Um, we ate a lot of Mexican, watched a lot of Tiger King. Around that time, Disney Plus also came out. So we watched a lot of Disney movies. Um, if there's one thing that I wish that was different during quarantine is I wish we had a bigger bed. Because I like to take up the whole bed and Cody doesn't have any room. So we did kind of get in a little bit of a fight over that. But other than that, quarantine was some of the best times that I had because I was newly married and we just had a good time. I mean, of course, it was horrible, you know, that coronavirus hit, but but we just loved each other and had a good time. Touching back, I'll, I'll, I'll get to the issues there, but Tiger King, I'm going to say, is is what got us through the start of of the pandemic. It gave us the boost that we needed to get through quarantine. And it was the most absurd show ever. Like every episode, it was one of those where it got more and more absurd as it went on. But yeah, that uh, that's what really got us through it. But yeah, I'll, I'll second the thing with the bed. I come to bed usually a little later than Caroline does. And I have about six inches that I have to fit my five foot 10, 220 pound body on. And usually a leg is hanging off the side before I'm even going, going to sleep. I've got a knee or an elbow in my back or half my pillow is being taken over. So we decided that whenever we uh, whenever we get the the means for it, a new bed is inevitable going to going to be the first thing we purchase. And then it was also even worse because during that time on March 27th of last year, we got a puppy. And so the puppy now sleeps in bed, too. So he used to could sleep on Cody's head and he was really small and it was fine. But now when he sleeps in bed, he's not so little anymore. Yeah, he was when we first got him, he was about the size. I don't know. He's probably seven or eight inches long. And now he's about two loaves of bread long. That's the best (laughs) way I can describe describe his size. But he still thinks that he fits on my pillow. So when he climbs up there, he takes that over. Caroline takes the bed over, and I might as well just go lay down in his bed that we got him. That's like a... It's tempur Well, it's it's like a four-by-two pillow, so 
I might as well just go lay down on it because that I'd have more room than I do in my own bed. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you and be Luno like Michael also, Scott and sleep on the the uh, the little thing at the end of the bed. You know, yeah. got, <laughs> Michael, do you do you sleep here on the ottoman? Oh yeah, Jan likes Jan likes to have the bed. I kid you not. That's a lot of times what I feel like. I couldn't tell you how many times that I've came over to the couch, not because we're fighting, not because we're mad, not because of any issues other than I go to lay down and there's nowhere to lay, nowhere at all to lay. So I'll, I'll come over and just lay on the couch and then she'll get up and be like, what are you doing over here? Why didn't you just move me? I'm like, I'm not waking you up in the middle of the night. I don't want to go through that. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, I know uh, if I was to, to wake up somebody that uh, it would not be a fun time. So I understand that. Yeah. I'd, I would rather just not deal with that and just crash on the couch. <laughs> like it's a, it, it's one of those things, but yeah, marriage, marriage for us. I mean, it's, I don't think that being newlyweds, it, anything better could have happened. I mean, and mm-hmm. I know people say, Oh, you get tired of each other and this and that. But uh, I mean, it was, it was pretty great in my opinion. You know, we got to, we got to spend that quality time together and uh, we we both developed our love of of Tiger King together. And, uh, you know, you get to get to really talk and it's not one of those where you you go on a 10 day honeymoon and then you're immediately gone from each other from. Go back to work. Yeah, from the waking hours. So we had months, months together. And I feel like that was a blessing that God really blessed us with that time. So, I mean, it, it has its goods and bads. Yeah, sometimes, we, well, the biggest thing I'll say that I think we argue about, and it's kind of silly, I'm I'm pretty cluttered when it comes to, like, my little office space. I call it my organized chaos. I'd be embarrassed if anybody looked in all my clothes that I haven't put up right now. But I really, really have my kitchen organized and uh, somewhat. But Caroline refuses to ever put the cups where they go and the plates where they go. I couldn't tell you how many times I pulled every single thing out of the cabinet just to reorganize it because I didn't like the way that it was in there. So that, I mean, honestly, that's probably the, the stuff that we argue about the most. And Everything has a place. And I just, I want to get dishes done. So I just put it in somewhere. If, if it's all in a cabinet, what's it matter? Yeah, I'll go through and I'll find like a chip bag in the, in the pot cabinet and I'm, I'm like, I, this is not right. This is not where this goes. What you don't know is Cody has the Dewey Decimal System, but for the kitchen. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Oh, yeah. Whenever you get a cup out, you're supposed to scan the barcode on it so I know where it's at. Do you have your kitchen card? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, honestly, I would think that after after seeing each other almost nonstop for almost a year, you know, we... She started working in August, but I, and I was still here. And then I was uh, able to find a, a part-time job starting in November of last year. But uh, pretty much every single time that she wasn't at work or I wasn't like helping mom and dad, something like that, we were together. And I think it uh, it turned out pretty good where if the biggest thing that we really argue about is where to put plates, where to put and, plates cups and cups <laughs> in the cabinet. We're so doing pretty good, I think. We've, uh, we made it through that. And then... Then we've we've got a taste of of parenting with I've I've termed 
uh, Luno a dogler. He's he's basically a toddler. I've I've decided he's about he'd be two years old right now. If he was a person because he's literally into everything and and he just he thinks that this is his house. We we decided that he this is his house that he lets us live in. So we've got to uh, experience an unruly child here, and uh, we've we've made it. We we made it with a dog. So I think we're doing okay, all things considered. You know, it really <clears throat> it really grinds my gears when people are like you can't compare a dog and a child. Well, Cuz like law. my my some of my coworkers, a lot of them have really really little kids, like not in school yet, babies, toddlers, and they'll tell these funny stories and it reminds me of something that Gray has done. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, my dog did something similar. And I tell the story and they all look at me really like, uh, you're not allowed to tell that story because it's a dog, not a kid. And I'm like, what's the difference? I mean, the only major difference is you can lock a dog in a cage and not get arrested. <laughs> but, but other than that, you have to feed them. You have to clean up after them. And they're so they messy. make all kinds of noise that you can't understand. I don't really see the, the difference in, in why people get so upset when you say, you know, my, my dog is like a child. I, I mean, they, at a certain point, they are, you know. Oh, Luno, literally, at night, he's up and down. He's, he's growling or barking at something. And, you know, kids get up and they, uh, they're like, hey, can I have a cup of water when they're supposed to be in bed? Luno just goes over and all you hear is all night long. And then he jumps up in the bed with his wet mustache and then puts his nose right up on your ear when you're dead asleep. So I, th I think it's a fair comparison. I mean, obviously, obviously kids are different. Obviously kids are, are a much greater responsibility, but anybody who says, have, especially when you get them from a puppy, that it's, it's nothing like it. I come and spend a weekend and take care of of the dogler over here because he is a handful. The one good thing though is he just had surgery. We got him fixed, and we can put the cone on him now, so that kind of tones him down a little bit. But you can't really do that to a kid, yeah. I don't think. I'm not. I'm not quite sure on the rules of putting <laughs> That's a cone two on other a kid. Things but... you can't do to a child is get him neutered and put a cone on him. <laughs> You definitely can't get them neuter, but I'm not sure the what the law says about putting a cone on them. I'll have to look that one up. And <laughs> but yeah, he's a uh, he he was he's been great. I'll say you know everything that happened at the beginning of last year with with Sheila and, and all that. Uh, it was really hard, but man, when we went and got Luno, it was kind of a spur of the moment decision. It was a day of decision. Like Caroline and I were sitting on the front porch, just enjoying the sunlight. And I said, Cody, this is him. <laughs> and we got in the car and we went. And got him that day. It, it was great. We, we were all kind of like, oh, you know, this this is different. Then that first night, all he did was scream at us until we put him in the bed. And I said, we are not going to have a dog that sleeps in the bed with us. Well, well also, that was a lie because <laughs> <laughs> because he, uh, he does. And uh, that basically started from night one. The only place he would ever sleep is literally on my pillow. I put him up there, and, and that's the only place he'd sleep. And and now he he thinks it's his bed that he lets us sleep in at night. But <laughs> it's very generous of him cool. to share share his bed. I know. Yeah, he lets us live in his house. 
Uh, and the least we can do is to give him food, clean up whenever he poops everywhere, and let him sleep in his bed with us. You know, so I mean, you act like you got a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, we decided that Luno would uh, Luno would probably be communist if he if he had a political standing because it's it's his stuff that he allows us to use. So yeah, he's he's been pretty great. We're we're we've been blessed to have him, even even when he is a handful. But yeah, that's a that, that's in a very, very, very quick nutshell. That's that's how our year of marriage went. And, you know, you, you think you get tired of somebody. And then, you know, when we're seeing each other all the time, of course, we wanted to be able to do our own thing. But now that I'm going to work, I'm like, man, I wish we, me and Caroline could just stay at home. <laughs> yeah. I wish I wish we could just just hang out again today and uh, not see each other for three hours before we have to go to bed at night. But. You know, it it was it was good for us. We we got to spend all that quality time together and um, not have to rush right into working. So, you know, it's a, a blessing amidst all the chaos, to to say the very least. Well, that's good. Yeah, but Hunter, tell us about you and well, probably Bree. I'm I'm sure she's the the boss of all this. But tell us about your uh, your upcoming wedding and and everything you've been planning. And uh, Caroline's went through it all, so I'm sure she can chime in and and give much better advice than i could i offered to help and i was told no during our wedding so (laughs) i don't know how much help i can be but yeah go ahead and tell us what what all you all are planning and got going on well we'll start because i want to kind of piggyback off of what you guys were saying about the pandemic we were in a very similar situation we uh we well when did when did the pandemic really start like when was it when did it like go into full swing with lockdowns i think it was the beginning of March, because they basically, I, I'm just going by the timeline at school, they told us to prepare to not come back after spring break. And I'm pretty sure our spring break was the second week of March. Is that okay. right? Yeah, yeah the right. second week of March. So it was really, I think everything started right there around the end of February and the beginning of March of uh, 2020. Well, we, we'd moved in together at probably the beginning or middle of November. So we'd been living in a one-bedroom apartment up to the point when the pandemic started. So we had already <laughs> we had already been crammed into this tiny little space. And I mean, I was in school and working to go get through school, and she was doing some school and doing working too. So we were we weren't home all the time, but there was a good amount of time that we were. And the fact that we were shoved together in this tiny one bedroom apartment and didn't kill each other was, was pretty, pretty cool. They probably could do some case studies about us if I'm honest. Um, uh, but we, uh, we did that and then the pandemic happened and neither of us stopped working. Like I was working at the university at that point. And they sent all the students home, but they told me, they're like, you still have to be in the lab doing your hours. You have to be. Now, the whole point of me being there was gone because all my employees were gone and all the students were gone. So literally all I did was sit there. Like I I had nothing to do, but they made me go in. And so like, and she at that point didn't work at the hospital. She worked at uh, the group home, didn't you? So she worked at a, a group home for for girls that had been taken by the state, 
and that work never stops. So uh, we didn't we didn't end up having to to stay home. But it was funny that that we were crammed into this tiny little space, and like see like that when we were home, we were seeing each other literally all the time because there's nowhere to go. You know, it's 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 one room with a little bit of a partition. Like you, Cody, you've been in that apartment. You know how tiny it was. Um, oh my gosh, it's uh, it's literally you could. <laughs> probably four steps you could be from the door to the bathroom which is on the end of the of the apartment so it yeah. was a it was i you and me being in there just hanging out playing games or watching a movie something like that it was pretty darn crowded for us so i can imagine just trying to uh live two people in that thing i mean <laughs> it it was clearly designed for one person but we pulled it off <laughs> which is, I mean, which is a feat in itself. I mean, that's, that's awesome. Cause like I said, I mean, we're, it, it was cramped and we just go in there and hang out and eat or something like that. And then, then I went home. <laughs> so I can, <laughs> I can imagine trying to live two people in there. And I mean, you may never, never share the bed, but uh, I can imagine it'd be rough. I don't know why we didn't. <laughs> um, but Hunter, yeah, that's so- not for this podcast. <laughs> later when they're gone <laughs> when, it's, <laughs> when it's just us <laughs> um but uh but yeah so i mean that's that's pretty parallel to what we did through the pandemic now again we were we were working because i mean i wish that they sent me home but <laughs> they didn't um but yeah so there was that so now i guess yeah we can we can talk a little bit about about wedding stuff we um we haven't we haven't got a lot of details pounded out but we're we're kind of slowly getting there we got engaged this past october and so we're gonna end up getting married this coming october so we've got a good amount of time to get some details sorted we've settled on our venue and the date obviously uh and now it's just it's just the random details so i mean her her maid of honor has been helping us out a whole lot. She's got a big old we're calling it the Bible. She's got a big old book full of uh <laughs> full of everything. So um have you got anything I had two requests for this entire thing to be outside in the woods with the animals and the colors have to be at least green. And we've we've fulfilled <laughs> those requirements. It's been fulfilled. So well, I mean, I mean, if you're in the woods, everything is green. So I mean, that that's that's yeah. easy. It, she set it up for success. If I'm I honest. really did. <laughs> so is this going to be a uh, a nature wedding where everybody has to cut their own own seed out of out of a tree and uh, it the receptions in a tree house that sort of thing? Absolutely. You guessed it. I hope you're but, up. I mean, for I was. It. I'm, I'm, listen, I've not climbed a tree since 2004, but I'm, I'm down if we, uh, if we have to there. (laughs) So we, uh, we're looking forward to it. I mean, there's still a lot to be pounded out, obviously. Uh, we've got to confirm several things like the people who are going to make the cake and the photographers and things like that. But we, we have over 200 days to go. Um, I, because I'm a, technology nerd made us a website on the knot because i thought that would be super super cool and so it's got a countdown and a bunch of helpful tips on there that are it's actually too helpful like it it over suggests and i'm like whoa some people really 
pull out the stops for this this whole wedding stuff. So like we're you should get a limo. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to buy a moon? <laughs> no. So no, no, please um, stop suggesting. So yeah, so we're just we're just trying to work our way down the list and uh and and get the get the little details done. The next I think the next big step we went and talked to a jeweler yesterday about a ring for me because we want to match her ring as close as we can. Um, and, uh, then the next, the next thing we were going to do is we got invitations and what was there's one more thing that was the next step. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, envelopes. We need envelopes. Need envelopes. I don't know. <laughs> That's that it. Is a big, that is a big thing. <laughs> that was the big one. We need the envelopes. Just go um, and drop your uh, invitations. Just just the plain invitations in the mailbox and yeah. see how many of them get out. I just my idea was no envelopes. We just go to the people's houses and throw the invitation at them. That's what I want to do. <laughs> It's hey, like, come to the wedding! Just like, just like fling that invitation. <laughs> Pocket <laughs> sand. <laughs> Pocket invitation. Oh, my eye! Yeah, well, hope you're coming. <laughs> so the next one, the next big one is suits. I have to, I have to figure out. Uh, we gotta. Yeah, suits and dresses. Well, Cody was supposed to come visit, and uh, he got sick and bailed on me. But I was gonna see if we had time if. We, because I can't drive myself anywhere because I'm handy capable. Um, I was going to see if we could take a quick trip to the men's warehouse, but uh, we'll do that at some point. Hunter, I was dying that weekend. You were uh, not. You're alive. <laughs> no, you I, did. I, he had the man flu, is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I literally, I had to go to the doctor, like get a shot. I'm still. On antibiotics right now, like I, 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 I had felt- the same thing a week before, and I went to work through it. I Cody, worked the whole week with it. <laughs> I have seventeen stainless steel screws in my leg. Your argument is invalid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got you there. We're, we're, we're about one comment away from having a new co-host on this uh, on this podcast, so I tread lightly here, my friend. We've got a we've got a what is it? The, did Hollow Notes have a have a falling out? What is it that we? I, I don't know, but there's always that that goofy story of the dynamic duo, and they split up. And like, you won't be nothing without me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. We'll get you taken care of. It'll be good. But no, I can tell you didn't feel good. I'm I'm glad that you got home and got rested and got your shot in the bottom and you're feeling all better. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, I literally had no voice that weekend. Like I was yeah. uh I drove down there, I was with a, staying with another friend of ours and it was on Friday after work. I was feeling a little bad, but I thought I was just kind of run down from the week. Um Saturday my voice really started to go and by Saturday night it sounded like I'd been smoking for 50 years. Like I was yeah. trying to talk and it just, it was just a low grumble at that point. And I, I, I did hear that. You did send me a voice message and you were like, I don't know if I'll be able to podcast. And I was like, no, I don't think you will. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible, man. I, I'm Like I said, I'm still getting over it. Caroline thinks that we had the same thing, but I, I was literally, I felt like on the verge of death. Yeah, I saw I, the pearly. I saw the pearly gates, Hunter. How were they? 
I mean, they were beautiful. That's good. Then that steroid shot brought me back to life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this this time of year affects me pretty bad. I'm fortunate enough that I haven't gotten... Usually fall is worse once it starts to get uh, colder from the summer. Uh, But uh, this time of year usually affects me pretty bad. That's actually... We were supposed to record last night, and I just... I don't know what happened, but my brain was like... And I just... (laughs) Not tonight. My brain tried to escape through my nose. (laughs) And that was that. So, um, Oh, Hunter. I got to tell you, speaking of your brain escaping through your nose. I cannot imagine where this is going. Hunter, (laughs) after I had my shot and I've been on my antibiotics. uh, Gross warning here. if, If you don't like gross stuff, skip ahead 45 seconds. But I was in the like... Two days after, I was in the, the bathroom getting ready. Or it might have been that night, something like Probably that. Was straight in the morning. Straight in the morning. I went and I, I blew my nose, cleared everything out. I blew one more time, man. And I had something that came out that was the size of a nickel. It was bigger <laughs> than that. It was massive. And it was one of those things that was super gross. But I had to show Caroline. So I ran out there with this, this nasty tissue. And I was like, Caroline look and it was absolutely terrible and i'm now that you said that i'm pretty sure that was part of my brain that came out <laughs> that was the, awful I, I don't even know how how it came through my nostril like this thing was in a nickel or a quarter size like it was huge but i tell you what i could breathe like a like a i was a new person after that thing came out golly all right, continue used, with your wedding stuff. <laughs> have, you, have you ever used a neti pot? Oh man, have I ever? That was Ooh. when when I was growing up, and any time, any time you sneezed one time in my house, my mom was like, "Go get the neti pot." But and she let uh, your sister be without glasses for a whole year. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, Kylie was legally blind for an entire year, but we had to use that neti pot, undoubtedly. <laughs> But yeah, I use the I use the neti pot, man, and it was uh, I hate that thing. It works, and uh, it, I don't, you feel you feel better after. But man, when it's happening, you you just want to I don't even know what you want to do, but it's definitely not use the neti pot. I've got a love hate relationship with it. I don't like the process, but I love the way it makes me feel. She refuses to try it, but she's seen me do it a couple times. And the kicker is, every time you do a neti pot. I've never known that you could just involuntarily cry, but it happens every time. Does it make you emotional? <laughs> Hunt, so Hunter, do you, do you have some trauma that we need to, to digest here on, on right. the podcast? That's right. We're going we're gonna to talk about my deep-seated issues about warm water up my nose. <laughs> this one time I was pushed into a hot tub. <laughs> I never recovered. <laughs> so, but... Uh, I guess to book in the wedding stuff, we we still have some details to pound out. I mean, we we gotta we gotta talk with the uh, with the fella who's gonna actually marry us. I hear he's a real piece of work. So it's horrible. What a scrub. So terrible. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah it'll, it'll be, be fun. So we're gonna we're gonna go down to the venue at some point and go through all their wares and see what 
knickknacks they've got that we can use and we need to determine a, a little menu and all that stuff. So <laughs> Khajiit has wares if you have coin. <laughs> uh, yeah it's uh it's fun man you you go through the whole process and caroline can chime in here too since she's the one who really really planned our wedding but you don't really realize all this like you can sit down at the beginning of the process of planning a wedding and you're like you know, spend you a couple hours. You're writing down every single thing that that could possibly be in your wedding, and then the very next day, there's a list that's like the exact same size of stuff that you didn't even think about. It was a, uh, it's it's a whole lot. You you got anything to chime in there, dear? I try to block out the planning process. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I lo- I had a love hate relationship with it. I, I I loved most of it. But there were some things that I was just like, just just do what you want. That, that's why I told my wedding planner, just do what you want. <laughs> I mean, it it is, man. It's a it's a very involved process. We because we did the same. We were very fortunate about the you know our church that where Caroline's a member at. We were able to have our wedding there. Um, we you know had good caterers that we we had come and our photographer and videographer florist they were all phenomenal and everything they did <laughs> but i'll tell you this expect the unexpected to happen on the day of your wedding because you plan everything perfect and everything the day before is going great and then if you're like us well it won't be for centuries is outside but our oh. at the venue <laughs> the air conditioner went out the day yeah. before so we go in there. We had been outside, kind of setting up for the reception where it was going to be at, and we go inside, and it's like 80 eighty-five f- degrees. It was eighty-five degrees in there, and I called my dad and I said, "Dad, I don't like the air conditioners working." And so they called people to come fix it. Nobody could fix it. Nobody could get a new air conditioner. They didn't. The church didn't get a new air conditioner for three months after our wedding because oh everybody word. was trying wow. to get. Wedding, um, wedding conditioners, air conditioners. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess it was... it's probably a bad time to tell you guys that that's. Uh, I had to go to the bathroom really bad, and I couldn't find the restroom. And so I, I found the air conditioner unit, and I thought, surely this won't be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I knew something was wrong when you it left the room. You. you did this. No, so we, yeah, I mean. You were there. I mean, we, <laughs> I was in a full suit. Everybody, everybody was, all, all the groomsmen. Oh, yeah. But I'm standing up there in the front, and I'm one of those people that I look outside and I start to sweat. So I'm sitting there, and literally, I know when, I, I know without a shadow of a doubt, I never even asked her, but I know Caroline looked at me and she's like, oh, he's crying. Did you cry? Here's or the picture. Did you just sweat. No, I didn't cry. Sweat was running in my eyes and they were burning. (laughs) (laughs) So I was crying, but it was once again involuntary. (laughs) It was sweat. (laughs) Well, now I'm mad. It was so hot and I was dripping. I thought I was going to go down for a second. That's how hot it was in there. Listen, there's a picture of me uh, right after the ceremony of me sitting in a wheelchair because I was so hot and i just plopped down in a wheelchair that was right outside and i and cody just had to push me because i was so hot we uh the funny part is none of none of you guys saw because we were standing behind you 
uh, I don't think the audience saw, but <clears throat> while the minister was praying, all the groomsmen pulled out their handkerchiefs and were like patting their foreheads and like wiping their faces off. And for a brief moment, like I was trying to be really stealthy because everybody's praying, everybody had their eyes shut. So I was trying to do it really fast. And I glanced over at the preacher and he was doing the same thing in the middle of his <laughs> prayer. He's patting his forehead off. He's wiping his neck. And I'm like, all right, we all know what's up. So, so we stealth cleaned while the prayer was going on. And I don't think any of you guys saw what happened, but I did because I was in the I was on the very back step. So I saw the whole thing go down and it was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, it was it was so hot. I was I I was glad we went through it. I was the ceremony all in all, I think it went great, but yeah, it was I, a beautiful ceremony. I was, was I was hot. very glad whenever it was over because it was, it was so, so hot. hot. Uh, so yeah, that's a that's that's our advice to you guys. Just expect the unexpected because and just go with it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, you're you're not gonna remember what happened anyway because it's gonna right. go so fast. Yeah, ceremony's not for you if you were wondering. It, it's it's literally not about you at all. Oh, man. I think the only thing that could go horribly, horribly wrong is because it's outside, if it like torrential downpours. That, but rain's supposed to be good luck. That's true. So, so I wouldn't care if it rains. Like if, if it but was not in it. <laughs> uh, if it torrential downpoured, I think we'd all just laugh it off and just keep on going. Um, but I know. Uh, like my grandmother, for example, is like, "What if it rains? What if we all get wet?" I'm like, it, "You're just gonna have to. You're just gonna have to roll with it." You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> Suck it up, Grandma. Yeah. If if you don't want to get wet, then don't come. If you don't want to be wet and wild at our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> if you hate me, then just don't come. <laughs> <laughs> the funny part is, she's she's probably listening to this. So. <laughs> sorry, Grandma. Sorry, Gran. <laughs> well, Hunter, you better apologize because she's our number one fan, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she is our number one fan. Sorry, Gran. <laughs> but she did ask, what if it rains? And what if we get wet? Like, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if if it rains like that hard, we're going to have more pressing issues than figuring out, you know, how to keep everybody dry. Like, you know. I'm sure, I'm sure your venue has a contingency plan especially if it's like an outdoor area i'm sure they I got mean, something they have like, a they have a covered patio and it's pretty big so i think everybody could fit in there but if it was like torrential downpour and really really windy i mean that would just be a worst case scenario i think people would still get wet but call off the wedding we'll just we'll just stop it We'll we'll just send everybody home and then i'll just marry you all there in the uh in the kitchen and that'll be that <laughs> perfect <laughs> So, well, speaking of number one fans, I need to know when merch is coming. Merch, ooh, we oh. got some ideas for some merch. Yeah, we were. I was gonna, I was gonna bring that one up at the end of the episode. If, if you're listening and you want merch, you need to comment and follow and subscribe and all those things. We need to hire her as our hype person. <laughs> We just found. We I think we just found our marketing manager, DJ Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were. I, I, I we'll get we'll get back to your little wedding talk, but something more important here: merch. Uh, 
if that is something, now that Karen's brought it up, if that's something that anybody wants, we'll do. We'll look to get a uh, print to order because I heard Caroline today was like, listen, if you get shirts and a hat, I will wear them. And I was like, <laughs> okay, okay. So, don't be so aggressive. Good to me. Well, so if that's something that anybody like, uh, and, 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 and we, we were talking, we'll get some, some fun stuff with strawberry candy wrappers on them and all sorts <laughs> of stuff like that. So if that's something you want, then just let us know. Stickers. Yeah. Stickers. We'll throw those on your car. We'll we'll be like those cool guys that put their Instagram or Twitter handles on their car. We'll yes. just put the we'll just put the podcast uh, handle on there, and we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll see how many people block us because of that. Be perfect. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So you'll you'll have a good time on the wedding. Just know that it is so jam packed on the day of. It is so fast paced, and really, when when you get done with it, you have to go take pictures, yeah. and then then all your your bridal party they leave, and you all take more pictures. And when you get back, you'll already have people that left that you didn't even get to see, and then you got to go say hi to every person there, and then maybe at the end of the day, you can scrape the bottom of whatever container the food was in and you might get a little bite of something yeah i mean we we've kind of we've kind of determined that like whatever food like we'll we'll probably have some food set aside for us and like there's a house on the <clears throat> on the on the venue property that we'll have access to for the night before and the night uh of so we uh we'll probably leave some food in there just in case but we've kind of come to terms with the fact that most people are going to eat and be done eating by the time that we've taken our photos and stuff. Yep. So we, you know, we're not really concerned about about that too much. We just we don't have that many people coming. The guest list right now in total stands at 80 people. And that's really not not a whole whole lot. And so like we're we're kind of anticipating that it's just real casual and real small and people kind of come and go as they please. Um, I really wanted to set up a throne and make people wait in line to come like shake hands. Like I was some kind of demented all Santa. Please. <laughs> you must wait your turn. <laughs> um, but, uh, but no, I, I think, I think we'll have a good time. It's, um, it's definitely, it'll go by quick. I know that for sure. I've already emotionally prepared for that. Um, but uh, I think the, the venue we picked is good. I'm sure that there will be some unexpecteds. There's there's still a lot of details to, to pound out, but for the most part, we've we've got it sorted. And we're going to be pretty involved in, in the planning and the setup and the teardown because we're both the type that if we don't have anything to do on the night before and then the day of, well, she's going to be getting ready the day of. So, oh yeah, all so, day thing. But me, it takes me like forty minutes to get ready. So the rest of Saturday, <laughs> I will climb through a wall if I don't have anything to do because it's just the way I am. So I'll be setting up tables and and stuff like that because it's just the way I am. I, I I cannot sit idle knowing that there are things to do. It's just never been something I've been able to do. So while she's getting all all prettied up and in her dress, I'll be out there slinging tables around and it'll be the, the happiest moment of my life because I'll be, I'll be doing things and not just sitting there like, Oh, <laughs> no, nah, man. While she's getting ready all that time, like you said, it'll take us 45 minutes to get ready. 
we'll just sit there and play the Switch for a few hours. That's true. That's true. I mean, that's why that's why I've got all the groomsmen and and uh, and you staying in the house is because we're manual labor. We're going to be putting stuff up and tearing stuff down. Now it's not going to be a lot, but tables and chairs and you know things like that. So so. That wasn't told to me whenever oh, it I was, was asked. <laughs> I remember saying I, it. I don't remember you telling me. Selective hearings. Huh. Well, I think that my back's going to be hurt that day. <laughs> well, I tell you no, what. We'll, we'll you, can, you, can, uh, you can play with the fire. There's a live fireplace. You can just be the guy who sets the fire. Listen. If there's any of your friends and groomsmen that are going to be in this that I think are the most qualified to start a fire, it's going to be me. That's right. <laughs> seeing as seeing as how for my living situation for six years, seven years of college, I had a fireplace as my primary source of heat. That's right. So You did. If anybody's I qualified. That. I, knew, I knew you were going to be my fire guy. <laughs> I, I'm your fire guy. <laughs> he's, he's over there like it explodes. He's like, ha ha! <laughs> All right, ready. <laughs> it's a little pit, like fire pit for everybody just to hang out at. And I've got a big bonfire going. I throw a tire on it. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> black smoke. The <laughs> <laughs> they have to call Here, the throw fire these department. firecrackers in there. <laughs> Anybody got a propane tank? <laughs> Uh, it'll and be fun how though, we man. Ended up in jail. <laughs> Day of wedding, twenty-five to life. <laughs> Crap! <laughs> All I can say is, Hunter, you better hope that uh, that you don't sign a prenup because if we're going to jail, <laughs> you need someone to take care of you. Well, the funny part is, we have a, an understanding with each other that uh, we each get one bailout. <laughs> and then after that, you're on your own. So if something, well, and murder is an exception. Like if you were to murder someone, it, that that doesn't count for the bailout deal. But if something oh. were to happen and either of us was to be put in uh, in custody, we have we have a, a policy where each person gets one bailout, and then after that, you, you know, you're on your own. I mean, um, I wish I could have heard the conversation where that got brought up because you know, that's the most ridiculous. Remember. That's the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard somebody tell me before they are getting married. But no, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. You gotta, ha- you gotta be open with each other. You know. You know, I'll put that into the uh, into the vows. Through better for worse, richer for poor, one bail out. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, we we can have a conversation off air about this, but we both talked about. Uh, whatever you say, it is encouraged that you be funny. <laughs> well, Hunter, that's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I know. This is me. I'm not being funny. I'm just, I'm just me. <laughs> this is it. This is what you get. <laughs> nah, it'll, it'll be a fun time, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I know Caroline yeah, is. We're going to, we'll have our dog there. Let him run wild during the ceremony. It's going to be great. That's right. Him and Gray can become best friends and destroy everything. Because Gray will destroy everything, whether he's got a friend or not. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you telling me that Gray doesn't know a stranger, so it'll be no, it'll be great. 
He went into somebody's house the other day. <laughs> he did not. He did. One of our neighbors had a dog and he was like, well, I guess that means I'm allowed in and just went into their house. Just <laughs> You're my mom now. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, new family. <laughs> Yay, most- two Christmases. <laughs> so he just has no boundaries. I can just see him just w- walking in behind another dog. <laughs> yeah. He was like, this is it. This is where we live. Oh, my goodness. Um, I miss that guy. I haven't seen him in a long time. He's big now. He's a cutie. He'd probably eat Luno the size of him. <laughs> Luno, looks, Luno looks like a loaf of bread, so he'd, he'd probably be pretty appetizing. Gray loves bread. I believe it. Yeah. Luno, Luno's... Tortilla chips and cheese and peanut butter. Those are his favorites. Yeah, Luno's a big peanut butter guy. I'm surprised <laughs> he didn't just whip his head around. Big peanut butter guy. He really loves ice. That's a uh, that's a treat of his that he he devours anytime. And he also loves more than anything else whatever you have on your plate. Yep, <laughs> that is true. Anything. That is true. What I was that? I can. Sorry. I can say I could get a piece of plastic and put it on a plate and walk in here in the living room and he'd be like trying to squirm his way between my legs to sniff the plate. <laughs> what was it the other night that I had on my plate and it was spicy? What was it? Wasabi. You I, gave him wasabi. I had no. <laughs> we had some sushi. Listen, he has pica. Gray has pica. I'm convinced. <laughs> he does eat everything in his path. Um, oh so, no! <laughs> Gray has this really bad habit of getting all up in your business when you eat, and so he kept like nudging his nose at my chopsticks as I was eating my sushi. And he, I got a little bit of wasabi on the end accidentally, and so I pointed it at it because he doesn't like strong smells like Germex. If you put Germex on your hands, he's gone. And so I'm like, surely he's gonna smell this, and and run away but he licked it and <laughs> he he did that thing where he went mlam, 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 with his tongue <laughs> because it was really really hot and i'm like okay so for sure he's gonna leave me alone now because he knows that what's on here hurts him but he came right back and like shoved his face right back into the plate and was like hey i'm ready for some more <laughs> so i'm like uh, uh, i thought this was our food yeah. <laughs> Even if you've oh. got something that he doesn't like and he knows he doesn't like it, he still stands there with the expectation that you'll give him something. I dude, dogs are just communist. That's, That's right. all I can come up with. <laughs> it's our food. I don't I don't understand. Uh, well, I'm glad we got we got that taken care of now. We know that uh if you ever need to find find Gray and he runs off, just literally walk around with some wasabi and he'll be He'll be there in a, in a heartbeat. But yeah, any any anything else on on the wedding front there? Any anything else we need to we need to discuss for the people? Uh, nothing really. I mean, suits and that's a big one. Suit the suits the big one. Yeah, dude. Let's go to Men's Warehouse and they'll they'll take care of you. They're 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 pretty pretty professional and top notch there. They that's where I went and you know you were there. It was. It was a pretty painless process, as long as everybody actually goes and gets fitted and whatnot. I found a website that sells suits for really cheap, but their stock is really low. And I just know yeah. that if I ask any of the guys to buy a suit, like four of them will get it, 
And then the rest of them will be like, oh, no, it's out of stock. Oh, no. Well, since you said it's going to be a casual, you know, thing, I'm just going to wear cargo shorts. That's fine. As long as you keep some strawberry candies in one of your pockets. And while you're talking, I'm just going to reach down and grab one. (laughs) And then put it in my mouth. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you'll be busy. You'll have to hold the Bible. So I'll do it. I'll get one for me, one for you. That's what we'll do. Yeah, I'll just, we're gathered here to gather here today. <laughs> What'd be really funny is if you actually had some of those and only people that listen to this would get the reference and <laughs> you just pull one out. You know it's got to happen now. This, oh, we've yes. just cemented it. Even if there's just a little bowl of them at the, at the reception. <laughs> I'm, I'm down for it, man. I'm, right. I'm looking forward to it. It's a, uh, I'm I'm anxious to go through the wedding process where it's not my wedding, so I can yeah, just have fun to, and enjoy you'll it. You get to hang out with with everybody and party, and that you you have you get to have all the fun and none of the responsibility. It's literally my dream. What you just described. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like uh, in the if Hillary had. <laughs> uh, it's coming, folks. It's, it's coming. coming. It's coming. <laughs> I told Caroline when you uh, when y'all had asked me, I said, "Yeah, I'm gonna tell them that since they're friends and family, I'll do it for six fifty. <laughs> Works for me. Uh, well, Hunter, I'm excited. Bree, do you have anything else you'd like to chime in on anything at all? Anything at all? Um, yeah, whatever your heart heart is desiring to talk about. Anything at all? Disney? Yeah. What about it? Oh. We're going to Disney in July. Oh my gosh. Are you so excited? I'm so excited. Are you staying at the park? Yes. We're we're staying at Pop Century. I love that one. We're going and uh, we're, we're going to Magic Kingdom the first day. Then Epcot, then Hollywood Studios, and then Animal Kingdom. Epcot and Animal Kingdom are my favorites. Hey, oh. Hunter, you want to go play Switch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm just in it for the. I mean, I'm excited to go to Disney. I've only been to Disneyland, and that was when I was in middle school. I'm excited. I've never been to Disney World. Oh, it's so Disneyland is for amateurs that's right you can yes. you can fit all of disneyland in magic kingdom in florida like mm. it's so small so tiny we um the big leagues now heck yeah that's <laughs> that's where we're doing our honeymoon so like we're only a couple oh. we're only a couple questions with a planner a planner lady away from from getting it booked we just have to make sure we can check in at the right time um, I love that. But, but we're getting so ready fun. to get it booked, and I've got a couple surprises planned for. Uh, for the, I've 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 inquired about what they'll do special for people who are honeymooning in Disney, and mm-hmm. no, I'm, we're not going to talk. About, we're not talking about the surprises because surprises. Got, I've got some good ones. I'm gonna Mickey is gonna, <laughs> Mickey is going to be in our room straddling the bed. <laughs> Welcome. He's going to go. Welcome and congratulations. Ha huh? Do you want a massage? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just described five knots at Freddy's. <laughs> so, uh, 
Yeah, I thought I thought you'd be all gung ho to talk about our honeymoon at Disney. Did you ever tell them about our scary Mickey experience? No, I, I repress that memory. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you if you all are going, if y'all are going to Disney and there are surprises, then me and Caroline will just come with you. Okay. Yeah, we'll just go. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I'm just I'm excited to experience it, but I'm really just in for the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. We're already we're already got, talking about the BB-8 that we're going to build. I've already got a Savi's lightsaber, and I'm going to build another one when I go back, or when when we go. I had somebody build it for me, and then they brought it to me. I didn't actually go, but somebody built me one, and I paid for it. And now I'm going to go and actually do the experience and build one. It looks so, so immersive. It oh, looks so cool. It's great. I'm I play really with it all the time. To build one. Uh, she's. We're both going to build. We're going to build one side by side. So I'm going to make one, and she's going to make one. I so. think I'm gonna build a BB-8, and then I think Cody's gonna build an R2D2. I think that'll be cool. What you should do is immediately when you get your lightsabers done, you all should just have a uh, have a battle right there in the middle of the middle of the little shop. Where we were, I done that. we were we're probably going to when we uh, we were originally going to go to Disney before we got married, but then COVID. Um, and then we kind of decided that it would be even more special to do it as a honeymoon thing. But we were going to do our engagement photos with us battling with our lightsabers. <laughs> that would be so cool. So we'll probably, I mean, we'll for sure have photos taken in front of the Falcon with our lightsabers. And I mean, we're going to have things that identify us as newlyweds because Disney does stuff like that. That you yes, can know about because you, you already knew that, that they'll, they, they let you wear a button that lets all yeah. the cast members yeah, know. Uh, but there's other things that I've got going on behind because the scenes that you don't know about. When we go, it'll be around our first wedding anniversary time. So oh, I'm going to no. get a button for that. There you go. So I'm all about the special treatment. You know? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, since since we've been planning this trip, I don't know if anybody knows. I'll just give you a little backstory. In order for you to be able to monetize on YouTube, you have to have so many it's like 4,000 hours of your content watched before you can monetize. Since we've been planning this trip, Caroline has single-handedly monetized 13 channels on YouTube from Disney watching vlogs. Disney stuff. Listen, <laughs> you need to look up, do it right now, get out your phone and look up All Ears with Molly on YouTube. You need to watch her. All Ears with Molly. I, I've been watching... And I have to, and no disrespect to them, they're just, they're just, they're a lot for me. I've been watching Ordinary Adventures. She's, they, she's, she's not a lot, like she's, she, she's pretty mellow. Remind me of her one more time with the name? All Ears with Molly. Okay, I got it. Yeah. I, I, I love her. Y'all have fun. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll give you any, any little hints and tips and tricks that we can from the, with the wedding button, what all you can expect I'm and, so and things that, that, that you'll we're, get. Uh, I plan on going from park open to park close. You can catch me <laughs> that's what we're good Absolutely. Do. And get them extra magic hours. <laughs> oh, yes. Hey, make, sh- make sure, Bree, that you get pictures of Hunter when he gets out of the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique so we can, uh, <laughs> we can add those to the Twitter. I'm just going to write It's a Small World continuously. That's all uh, I'm going to do. It always breaks down. So once we're on, you're never going to get off. It wouldn't be a tragedy. <laughs> it really, I've written it one I, time. I love Small World. <laughs> so I, that's, that's not one I, don't, I think I need to go on again. 
I can imagine you just getting on it and riding it for like six hours straight, just just looping it. <laughs> when I come back, like when she comes to get me at the end of the day, my face is all drained and my eyes are so. It's a small world. It's a small world. <laughs> I'm like I'm like twitching, <laughs> twitching and like spazzing out a little bit. She comes to find you, and and she can't. And then they're like, "There's like a big search, and they find you just on the ride. You're like one of the bouncing characters. You've just become one. That's like a goosebump story. (laughs) We've lost him. He's he's one with the ride now. Where do you think they get uh, all these characters? I don't know. (laughs) That's got to be it. All these wayward children. Oh, uh, we're going to get on that another episode. We don't have time for that one this <laughs> this week. <laughs> but uh, We're going to stay in Art of Animation is where we're going to stay. Uh, yeah, that, that was our second choice. But a lot of those honestly hadn't opened back up. And yeah. we just picked Pop Century because that was the one that had first opened back up. I've heard a lot of good things about that one, too. So, yeah. It's it's I a good really location like and very yeah it's it's really cute. It has big statues of the characters, so that'll mm-hmm. be fun. I'm gonna be honest. I'm just going for the food. Yeah, oh, the food is fantastic. Come on now. <laughs> you know, I because my my diet is restricted. I can't I can't have gluten. So pretty much everywhere there has a has a good menu. So they have I'm, gluten free Mickey waffles, gluten free beignets. Gluten free oh. everything. Caroline's already made me a spreadsheet of every restaurant and where we're gonna hit when we're down there. Heck yeah, my man, you're gonna live like a king. She's literally like talking about all this stuff and what's going on, and I gotta save up so we can get this and get that. I'm like, listen, I'm just gonna eat the entire trip. <laughs> I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come back thirty pounds heavier. And you should because Disney food is lovely. Those are magic pounds. That's right. You embrace. They them. don't count. They don't count. They don't, they don't. count. So, th- did y'all get a meal plan? Because as far as we've found, they've discontinued the meal plan. Yeah. Update. Yeah, yeah, they're not doing those because of COVID right now. But uh, Caroline's dad said that they are planning that in May to open it back up. No, that they're they're opening up our dining reservations. Dining, okay. So, so we can make false alarm, false alarm, like character breakfast and all that. Cody, you got my hope. Keep up. an eye on it. Keep an eye on it, though. We had a uh, Disney planner, and he said that they're 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 watching it. So if something like that does happen, we'll be we'll yeah. be on the list. So just the last the last time I asked, uh, I I did a chat with Walt Disney World uh, service people with Walt. Yeah, <laughs> I talked to Walt himself. Uh, <laughs> the last the last time I asked, and this was like uh, I guess uh, somebody who helps you book whatever. I was like, hey will they come back? And she said, as of now, we don't have any plans for them to come back in 2021. We're looking at 22. And I was like, crap. But I mean, we'll still get to eat. We just don't have the actual meal plan. So I don't really understand why they've, why they've canceled it. Cause you still go to the restaurant. Like, I don't know. Hmm. Well, uh, you all will be down there at the time when the new, the new Ratatouille ride opens, won't you? Ratatouille? Because it opens on October first. <gasps> oh, I'm so excited snap. to be there during Halloween. Oh yay! Like, that has been a dream. That and Christmas. You'll and have so, so the, the kicker is, we didn't even mean this, but we will be in Disney 
on our honeymoon on her birthday. Oh, oh that's that's oh, going to be super cool. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't plan it. No, I did. <laughs> Double so, the like, perks she, that day. She's she's gone for the trifecta <laughs> of uh, of things. And so it's I, I think uh, I think if we don't get any special treatment, it'll be, you know, I mean, I broke my leg too early to skip the lines. There's there's no <laughs> yeah, way I'm going to be yeah. able to. <laughs> if Listen, I broke my leg six months from now, we'd have been good. <laughs> Look, you know your doctor, so ask him if he can just put a cast on your foot just because <laughs> before you go. Oh, doctor. Oh. <laughs> no, since, since you're already down there, it's going to be your anniversary and for a birth or your anniversary for your honeymoon and for a birthday. I want you to see if you can go ahead and have uh, have Goofy to uh, just do a wedding ceremony again. Have <laughs> <laughs> Goofy do a wedding ceremony. Oh, you, do you take her to be your wife? Oh, you? <laughs> I can't. I can't do it with a straight face, Goofy. <laughs> uh it'll be fun though i'm i'm glad you are getting to go for something like that they they go pretty much all out for any kind of like special special occasion that you're there for so you'll you'll have the you'll have your the your the best time at the most magical place on earth i'm really excited and there's there's gonna be so many good things to take pictures of but i can't say them because they're they're surprises Mm. I'll tell Cody after (laughs) I'll tell Cody in a private conversation. (laughs) Secret secrets are no fun. I think Cody can tell me and then I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. It'll it'll ruin the surprise. I want you to be surprised. The surprise is you're actually going to get to fly the Millennium Falcon. That's right. We're going to break it loose of its moorings. Oh no. I've got Harrison Ford to come grumpily help us <laughs> around the Star Wars land. I'm for, I don't want to be here. <laughs> Y'all want to see the Falcon? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought the whole idea of Star Wars was pretty dumb the first time I heard it. <laughs> you know, this really isn't as magical as I thought it would be, Harrison. I thought you'd have a little bit more... A little bit more uh, charisma. Uh, well, you know, you, you get what you pay for. <laughs> <laughs> well, you thought wrong. <laughs> now, if we got Mark Hamill, oh, man, that would be a fun time. Well, you can't because he disappeared. Didn't you watch the movie? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Luke's dead. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I think that's... Uh, that's gonna probably about wrap up our time here. We're we're cu- we're we're closely approaching the two hour mark. Well, we knew that it was gonna go a little long when we had when we had guests on. Has it really? I know. Been two hours. A minute. A we're at one forty right now. Oh wow! Yeah, Bree wouldn't stop talking, so it's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a chatterbox. <laughs> well, uh. Very, very glad that you ladies decided to hop on here with us, and I'm positive this won't be your last time that you're on here, but how's it feel to be the first ever guest on the next big podcast? I feel honored. It makes me emotional. (laughs) That was the most fake-sounding thing I have ever heard in my life. It's been fun. I had a good laugh. Well... 
as long as you had a good laugh, because like I like I say every episode, that's what we're here for. You know, and if you can't laugh, then what's the point? I had a good time. It was fun. It <laughs> was <did> enjoyable. <laughs> I would really like to do this again. <laughs> we were joking about that before before we even started recording. We were joking about that. Like she said something, and I was like, "That was funny." <laughs> <laughs> so that's a that's a running joke that y'all weren't even privy to. <laughs> uh. Yeah, Caroline over here stealing jokes. But, uh, well, we'll definitely have you, you ladies, on again. This was a blast, and hope everybody, everybody likes it. And Hunter, you have anything else we need to talk about here? No, I, I think we're we're good. Man, this has been what a what a night, what an episode, what a life. <laughs> We're now on the Spotify. Go check that out. Uh, the uh, You can search it, Sheer and Utter Nonsense, with an ampersand instead of the word and. Uh, everything should be back backloaded on there now, all the episodes. And uh, from here on out, unless Spotify tells us that we're not good enough, we'll have an episode on there every time and on the YouTube. Go check that out. I know we all hate hearing it, but... Like it, subscribe, hit the bell, because as the expert YouTuber Hunter will tell us, that's what fixes the algorithm, because it is that's all right. jacked up. <laughs> so. And episodes, I mean, w- with the exception of if there's a major setback, we shouldn't have any more of those. Episodes go live at Wednesday, 7 a.m. Central Time. There we go. We'll say Wednesday slash Thursday, because sometimes yeah. that happens. <laughs> if, if, if we have technical difficulties, we push it till Thursday, but most most of the time Wednesday. So be looking for that. Uh, of course, I'll share that on the uh, on the Twitter, and we're gonna be looking to get a get an Instagram page made up so we can use that too. Go follow everything. That's where all the news is. Chat with us, please. Put stuff in the comments. We're uh, we love to converse with you. And I saw one. We had a uh, had a stranger. I don't even know who they are. Not even family. That was commenting saying they really like the stuff. So uh, it's nice that we're reaching reaching people who aren't related to us. You know, that's, know. Uh, that means it makes me happy. I like making people laugh. It's a fun time. It's great. And hopefully this will keep growing and we'll be able to keep, keep doing more and more stuff. And uh, like I've said, if there's anything you want to see, anything you want to hear us talk about, just drop it in the comments, tweet at us, go follow on there. Uh, Hunter, have you ever decided if you're going to ever sh- share your social media stuff? <laughs> No, nah, we'll just we'll just keep up the I Twitter. Just and, uh, <laughs> I just uh, again, really, I I don't use social media a lot. So. I know it's just fun making you say it every single week. <laughs> Go check out our MySpace page. Uh, That's we're, right. We're trying to find new top friends to add on there. I'll tell you and, what, uh, really, and I I do a lot of action on uh, <laughs> on uh, Google Plus. That's really where I'm active the most. Google Plus. <laughs> I don't even think that's active anymore. <laughs> it's it's not. <laughs> uh, check us out. Comment if you need or want to see anything. Don't comment if you need us because we literally can't help you. But comment if there's anything that you want to see. And uh, we'll try to make it happen. But Hunter, it's been good talking to you as always. Yeah, it's been good talking to you. And I'm glad, ladies, I'll speak on, I'll speak up for both of us. But I know Cody's already said it. So it's more of a platitude. But we're really glad that you were here. Thanks for coming. And we'd love to have you back at some point. 
uh, it's not like my schedule. It's not like I'm not going to see you. (laughs) (laughs) If you can fit us in sometime in the future, let us know. We'll we'll get you back on here. Oh, no, it was tons of fun. Thank you for letting us be on. Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, it it is your privilege to be on our podcast. Your yep. grace, thank you this so is, much. This is going to be the episode that blows up. You know that, right? They're going to be our recipe for success. So, listen, if, if that's the case, then this uh, host and co-host is going to become host, co-host, co-host, and co-host. Uh, <laughs> if that's the if if this blows up, then undoubtedly that will happen. So, we shall have the round table of podcast hosts. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hunter, let's do this again sometime real soon, and I will. I'll talk to you. Probably here in just a minute. Heck yeah, we'll see you. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.